You are listening to The Forecast, Season 1, Episode 21. It's worked so far, but we're not off yet. I want to know what you're thinking. There are some things you can't hide. I want to know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. I wanted to ask Vez this question, okay? Um, Vez, okay, how are you, how, if you were manager of Liverpool, how will you solve this defensive problem that we seem to be having? I mean, um, there was one article that we um, that we had on the site about our inability to defend. Um, it's got more to do with our offensive style of play rather than our defending by itself because, you know, people believe that Skirtle was the problem uh, and then we replace Skirtle and then now Lovren is the problem. There's always this, the centre-back is the problem. Is it always the fault of the centre-back or is there other, 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 other issues? Is the style then the issue? Um, uh, zonal marking is that the issue? What 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 is the issue, and how do we solve this? Loaded question there for Vez. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you, Vez. Go ahead. Uh, first of all, uh, fix it, Vez. Fix it. <laughs> one more question. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anybody else? No. No. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, I don't think there's an easy answer here. Uh, how would I fix the, the, the problems with our defenses? Well, it's all very basic stuff. You, you analyze your mistakes and you do whatever you can to make sure they don't happen again. Now, uh, there is one thing that I believe Klopp uh, to have done in this game against Palace in the first half particularly, that uh, may have helped uh, with us conceding the, the, the equalizer. And um, there is definitely something in, in the point that, that Mental has brought on about uh, Lukash and his slotting into the defensive line and, well, basically not doing that in the particular situation. And then Keith said something about Milner being out of position. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I perceived from from minute one of the game is that Klopp uh, wanted to to keep the system, keep the formation uh, interchangeable. Yep. Uh, sometimes Lukas would drop extremely deep and sit between Matip and Lovren and, and the fullbacks would push further up. And uh, it seems like with that first goal, we had something of uh, getting caught in no man's land, uh, getting caught in between those two formations. Lukas didn't slot into that back line and the fullbacks pushed up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think uh, Klopp needs to to stop doing that, basically, to, to... get his formation fixed from, from minute one. And uh, the reason why I think he likes having players like Milner and Lukash on the pitch is their uh, versatility. So that he can uh, tinker with systems and formations without making substitutions. Okay. And that allows him to go 
a long way through the game without making a substitution, which I also believe was wrong on this occasion. And uh, the, another good point that Keith has, has raised is uh, Moreno not being brought on earlier. Yeah. It's all somehow connected with, with, with these ideas of his. And I think it might have been might have had something to do with the downfall in this game. So, to answer your questions, like I said, there's not much uh, wisdom or, or I don't know, nothing the brain can, can come up with, but work and work and work and analyze and correct and, and point, point uh, out the mistakes to players, not, not to repeat them and just figure out how. Maybe and, we, yeah, maybe we should study. Yeah. We should study how um, Chelsea and Spurs have done it. I mean, especially okay. When you look, we have uh, we are still um, uh, uh, scored the highest number of goals. Okay, uh, in the league to to date. Okay, uh, seventy goals. Uh, but this is just one more uh, than what Chelsea and Spurs have scored. But in terms of goals conceded. We are double, we've conceded double the amount of goals, um, well, compared to, to Spurs. Uh, Chelsea have shipped in a little bit more. Um, and, uh, and Pochettino's side, I mean, they, they're scintillating in attack, um, but they also defend uh, really well. But they are by no means a defensive team. So uh, what is it that, that uh, Pochettino has, has figured out? Is it just? A, it, could it simply be a case of that he's got better personnel at the back, yeah, better balance and better wide players? The he, their fullbacks, Rose and uh, what's the other one, Walker, yeah, are so good at the back. I mean, I actually thought when I when I watched the England play, uh, I thought, you know what, Klein is as good as Walker. Uh, I've changed my mind <laughs> completely now when I when I watched because Walker is streets ahead of. Klein at the I moment. So too, yeah. No, no, he really isn't. Um, but do, do, do uh, Porch has a heavy rotation on on the fullbacks because Rose hasn't been playing for ages. Um, it's it's been um, uh, Davies, and the other day he played Trippier, and Trippier is, is really good as well. So he's got two fullbacks who need to. He he plays quite similar to us, except that we have. One six and two number tens, if you, if you like, um, where he plays with two number sixes in in Wanyama and Dembele, and uh, and one ten uh, in Ericsson and we play uh, a little bit higher up. And you know, Wanyama is a, is an actual defender. Rose is an actual defender. Walker is an is an actual defender. So is Trippier. So is Davies, and he's got some some, and you've got got. A centre-back pairing um, that's available most of the time. That's for one, and two. Those are lads who played 150, 200 games together for Tongan and all the rivals. Um, they've played tons and tons of game, won trophies at Ajax, and then uh, both moved to Spurs. So yeah, I think they got a great setup. They got a great setup. They used to each other. A big thing. It's a big thing that they're they're playing their second season together in their first choice back four. 
So with yeah. uh, Rose Walker, uh, Alder Wild, and and uh, Vertonghen, they these are four players that are that have been playing for a while together, and they have learned how to play with each other. And yeah, um, uh, Wanyama is is uh, your classic defensive midfielder, and that helps a lot. Uh, as yeah. far as um, uh, what you said, Joe, about learning from from Spurs and from Chelsea, uh, I'd like to say that I didn't really see a lot of games uh, with Chelsea uh, playing, so I'm not going to talk about them. Uh, but as as far as Spurs go, uh, I have seen them make mistakes, and uh, and even even in the games against us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but they somehow, so, somehow there was, there's always another player that's ready to step in and and uh, back a teammate up. So, and a consistent goalkeeper is also a, a big factor for them. They have two brilliant goalkeepers. So, yeah. and 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 they've got um, they've got quite the options. Um, They've been lucky that they haven't been hit in midfield because midfield is, is pretty light. If Wanyama or Dembele would have been out for the period Henderson is out, uh, they would have been have had issues as well. But they've got up front, uh, they've got very decent options. I mean, Lamela is hasn't played well since since turn of the year. Um, Son comes on, does really good. Uh, doesn't play for two games, comes on, does really well. Um, so that really helps in, in the rotation on his fullbacks, keeps them fresh. And um, and also, when Rose is is out injured for a while, Davies just has that rhythm and, and steps in because that, that's what, that's been one of our issues in um, the turn of the year when we dropped all our points. Exactly. Um, you know, Chan Origi, well, maybe Origi had uh, uh, played a bit of game, but Chan hadn't, Sturridge hadn't, um, Lucas hadn't, so they came in, no rhythm, and they export. They were expected to to play that really fine-tuned game, the game that we play with a high intensity. You know, we need to play more games. We need to have more players at the ready, and and then you just hope that they pick up. What so, I find um, just most interesting here is that we so easily took them out of the League Cup uh, when both teams uh, played with re- uh, reserves, basically, yeah. if yeah, I remember they, correctly. And yet, uh, over the length of the season, they, they they somehow have better squad depth. and Because they're yeah, because, using this squad. Because uh, Klopp doesn't yeah. like to change... He, he, he's keeping the same players week in, week out, and he's not giving the youngsters or the, the reserve players like Origi and them enough game time. Why won't give them 30 minutes towards the end of a game? I mean, he's knackered Firmino. He keeps Firmino on for 90 minutes, and the guy runs himself dead. I, I think he needs to learn about how to keep the, the squad fresh, how to keep the squad sharp. Uh, whether it's a lack of mistrust, whether it's not knowing uh, the English gamers. Uh, he even admits himself that he, he's caught short, that he's, he hasn't got a deep enough squad. But he's still not rotating enough. He's still not giving uh, the, 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 the fringe players enough 
game time. Simply because they're not really that good. You can't say Moreno deserves, on, on the two years that we've seen him, deserves to play ahead of Milner. Because Milner's no, still... But, no, but you, nobody's you, you saying do. to play you ahead. Take off no. Milner. Why? Why should because he's you play not doing Moreno? Anything. Moreno has been shite. Yeah, Moreno's chance, been poor at What chance has he got? What chance has he he's had this year? He's two full seasons. Yeah, Come but on, he's he, great, and he and he scored some good goals, and he's given he us pace a down the rest. Goals. Four yeah, goals more in than two seasons. Blimey. Well, more than Milner from Milner scored them from the spot. For life. How many nah. assists did he got? How many chances did he create? Tons and tons, but how many actual assists? He hasn't had a chance the entire season. We'll never know, will we? The last two the, seasons, how many assists did he have? I've what? got no idea. I don't know the stats, but somebody can look Nine. those stats up. Almost now. There's no reason to play him. He doesn't, you know, he's not great at defending, and he Eric, doesn't. Eric, do uh, well. uh, Eric, there's something wrong with, with your with your opinion because you have to you have to admit, if he sits on the bench, he should be and should be considered ready to play. So um, saying, just saying, or uh, simply. Uh, saying the Moreno hasn't got any abilities and he hasn't achieved anything and he has not created any assists, then why the fuck he is sitting on the bench? Why? And so either he's sitting on the bench, then bring him. It's break glasses basically, in case of emergency. because we he weren't able to land, to land the left back in the summer. We've, we've been trying and, and, and offering money for loads of left backs. And all youngsters, all youngsters, 60-year-olds, 80-year-olds. Have, have he went we, off to Chilwell. Yeah. I think the the, the point uh, Keith is trying to make is, is something quite different from, from uh, what you're saying, Eric. Uh, nobody's putting Moreno ahead of Milner in, in no no scenario whatsoever. Uh, but when you need a pacey player on the left flank, it's not Milner, yeah. and that's nothing to do with with. Uh, I think if you need a pacey player and when you're playing these these so-called lesser teams you need fast players to, to break through and I definitely think Moreno should be given a chance if if, 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 if that would be don't if, have other options it's not if about pace, if pace was just the answer why is, is Boro uh, second to the bottom but they got the fastest player in the world well, they've got the not, fastest one all he does is run Moreno's no different it's not yeah, about putting, one somewhere about in the box the player, uh, in, the, in the starting lineup and playing him for 90 minutes it's about uh, uh, deciding and recognizing when is it that you need a fast player and then bring him on yeah, but you need a fast player with actual quality one that yeah. can actually do yeah. something yeah, and, and he's got a, he's got a decent left foot. That. He's Moreno got a decent left foot. Eric, Eric, you sometimes you act like an ostrich. Sometimes you stick on your point of view, no matter how <laughs> anybody else talks to you, you you won't actually concede anything. You've got in your mind, Lucas is shit. Every single goal conceded by Liverpool is Lucas. No, no, fault. I absolutely no, no. didn't say that. And, and, and as far as the joke goes, I'm fine with that. I did not say. I only said. <laughs> said when <laughs> yeah, but what, what do we say? When Moreno came on, all of a sudden, you saw Chan and, 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 and Coutinho and all of them feeding those three balls for Moreno to run round the back. He only had one attempt at a cross, but you can imagine having that 
for at least 30 minutes, he could have put in some really dangerous balls. Not saying he could have changed the game, but it's hell of a lot better than doing the same thing over and over again and failing. That's idiotic. idiotic. You know, you've got to try something different. But Klopp doesn't trust him. Quite clearly, Klopp yeah, doesn't I trust think him. I think it balls I, mean, I, I, actually actually thought, I actually thought we might see him as a winger, as a person put further forward rather than a fullback. I thought they'd do something on the training pitch and he'd come in and try and do something. Yeah. And I've been quite surprised that that hasn't happened, especially without Barney. Um, but, I mean, it's, it must be because Klopp doesn't trust him or Klopp's Puvac and Kravitz. So they, they, they must not trust him. Yeah, I think um, I, I agree with Eric from the perspective um, I have not seen any final output quality from him in the past two years or, or so that he's been uh, in Liverpool. Um, and I certainly do not agree that he should be starting or uh, a priority over anyone else, including James Milner. Yeah, exactly. We've all exactly. said that. We've all said that. Yeah. Um, but I do think that he could have been as a good option uh, even because just because of his pace, I mean, because of his direct running, and it just introduces maybe a layer of panic when in the latter stages of a game, maybe um, that uh, that provides an outlet for someone else with better quality. Uh, put it this way. So that's the thing that I was hoping to have seen, as much as I have also been a critic of Moreno. Ah, uh, but we have not seen that. But at the same time, I, I, again, I, uh, at the same time, again. Um, I know. I think probably Klopp wants Millie on the pitch so much for his for his experience and for the for the uh, likelihood that maybe there could be a penalty and that we've got a great penalty converter uh, on the pitch at the time. So I guess it's for these reasons. And as Mendel said, he just doesn't trust him. He just doesn't trust him. Yeah. yeah. I wish somebody would ask in, a, in the press conference. I would actually would like a reporter saying, "Why aren't you playing Marina?" I would just yeah. like to ask you: Do you do you not trust the lad? Yeah. Is he Obviously. history? Is he history? But then ask the question. Look, get it out there. He plays Klein and and Trent Alexander-Arnold as as fullbacks against Stoke, while he has Moreno. If that isn't the case, uh, lad, find yourself a different club for next season. Uh, then what is? What annoys me more is that we've got a lad in the under 23s. Um, who's banging in goals for fun, who's got tons of pace, who's got shown extreme coolness and, and ability every single game, and we simply don't play him. We, we're this club doesn't trust him, obviously. For a left back. Yeah. So <laughs> well, then the club doesn't the, trust him as well. You mean, you can say that so. everybody that did, he doesn't want to put on. <laughs> Uh, with the youngsters, I think the, the, the issue is a little bit different. I think Klopp, it's not about Klopp not trusting them. It's about he, he is, he's afraid of, um, of them um, getting, getting uh, yeah, ba- bashed by the public, by the yeah, media, I, 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 by the so-called Liverpool supporters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's going to be more protective over the youngsters. Every single yeah, but he, year. Shouldn't, he shouldn't do that. Nobody blamed. Woodburn and Trent Alexander for their poor game for the poor first half against Stoke. Nobody said, "Well, it's because of these lads." Nobody. If he brought right, on, right. if he brought on yeah. Wilson, you know, we would have said, "All right, he's given the lad a chance." All right, didn't work out. Fine, but he's he's not the one that should carry us. We understand all the injuries. The ones who should be carrying us are Wijnaldum, uh, Firmino, Coutinho. 
not Wilson. So if he comes on, does well, that's a bonus. And if he fails miserably, nobody will say, oh, oh you should be fired and you should be shot or whatever. Because, well, all right, like, you're just not ready yet. All right, we tried. Now we know. Uh, work on something more. It, it annoys me more that we don't throw him. What's Brewster got to lose in that game? Brewster sitting on the bench looking, I'll have a go at this. Put me on. I'll run. I'll I'll hit a ball. I'll do something. Get me on. He's not saying, oh, please don't get me on because if I fail today, oh, no. No, he's only thinking, give give me time. Go on. I've got pace. I've, I'm scoring goals. I'm your next... I'm, I'm your next superstar. Get me what on. About, what about what about Markovic from loan? Oh, that, that oh, no, annoys don't me. Start, well. Don't start on Markovic. <laughs> why, why not call, we call him from loan? Because he's, he's hopeless. No, but, but why, did, why did you send him on? You know, when we got him back, we were trying to buy uh, uh, a winger. We've been trying. Uh, we know we've we've been in the market for Dembele and Pulisic in the summer, and by his own account, Torrance as well. We know we were nearly done with Draxler early on, so we are in the market for a winger. We're desperate for a winger. We're trying Asmund, and he doesn't want to come because it's just a few games. He's been told we're just looking for a few games out of you, um, and he didn't want to go. So why on earth, when you get Markovic back, do you say, all right, son, uh, thanks for coming. You're an experienced winger. We know he can play. Um, we've got issues. Oh, join the next club. Just go again. It re- we have him. We yeah, have but he doesn't, him on the books. he doesn't put it in for 90 minutes. He's, he's a bit like Benteke in that sense. He kind of, yeah, so he kind of waits, he he waits around. Yeah, but he waits around. He stands around waiting for the game to come to him. That's the problem with these some of these players is they don't sort of take the game. They don't sort of come in and put the work rate in and, and get into the game. They wait for the game to come to them. And, and that's yeah, what makes him so problem. I mean, I mean Markovic has been absolutely dreadful for Hull. He's been, I, I think he's been, I've watched him a couple of times and he has been really, truly appalling. And when he does try to chase around and be more active, he's just... He's just nowhere near anybody. He can't, he's just chasing shadows. He has no clue where to run and when to run. I mean, he really is not a good player. Uh, on the ball, on the ball, he yeah, does. He, I, I, I agree think with he's you very skillful. On the ball, well, is he? Isn't come on, he needs he needs a he needs a huge long alleyway of space with one defender, and then he can run into that space, and then that's what he does, and that's about it. He's, he's a one trick pony. He really can't do very much. The, the problem with he's Markovic, a, he's a poor, poor player. The problem with Lazar Markovic is that he is totally isolated from all the things that went on on development of playing together, playing style at both the academy and uh, and Melwood. So he's in fact when he would um, call, be called back from loan, uh, he has to start from a point far behind um, the knowledge of the other players who no, have played went, together went, for for a while now. So he went late in the summer, though. So I'm he, not. I'm not doubting his skills, but he's some sort. Yeah, he's totally isolated, from my nobody, point of view. And he, 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 he tried very uh, hard to get in the, into the team and uh, click with the team. He had a preseason. He, he, he did have a preseason. preseason. Yeah, he did. He, he, he did. went. Yeah. He went really late. So I, I don't gather. You've got issues. Just give it a go with the. Line. I'm not saying he's great, but. Uh, 
fit Markovic for 30 minutes is better than an absolute naked Firmino on the wing. No, I don't agree. He's a championship level player. He's he's just he's just not not good enough. And then yeah, I'm assuming he hasn't showed training. You know, we got whole, rid of a whole load of players in, last summer, and not one of them was a starter. I mean, Al, Joe Allen was the most high profile, and he started eight games in a 63 game season. You know, the, the, all the players we got rid of were just not contributing. They and they weren't going to get a game. I mean, and Markovic is another one of those, really. No, I'm not saying he should stay here for the entirety, but, um, you know, we've got, with all the issues that we have, and, you know, we are in the market for a winger. We've been that since the summer. We want one more. Um, and you get one back who's able to do a bit of a job, who's able to do a bit more, who's able to give you an option. And maybe it's 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 nowhere near the best. But at least he's got what you... You know, he's got pace. When he comes on, a defender thinks, all right, maybe he isn't that good, but I know the lad's that fast. So I can't go higher up. I, You know, teams won't I, do... I actually think he's skillful. No, I don't he think he's really to... that good. I don't think he's the workhorse that Klopp likes. And I can't see him... In the, in the defensive mold but going forward the lad is skillful he's got an eye for a pass he's fast and he's skillful I, I still think he could have con- contributed this season especially with all the injuries yeah. I, I agree he, he has got bags of talents he's got bags of talents it's just that getting that contribution and uh, he's, he's struggling to, I mean for me he struggled at Hull he's sort of one game he sort of does something and then the next game he does nothing and then it just repeats yeah, over again. Yeah. So it is, it is a problem. It is a problem. Um, but quite why, uh, you know, like you say, Brewster was on the bench. You know, p- perhaps we could have uh, had him come on for his goal threat, you know. Yeah, or, or Woodburn. And these lads got nothing to lose. Yeah. yeah. You don't put pressure on them. Those lads don't sit on the bench fearing coming on. It these lads are all thinking, oh, geez, give, give me the nod, put me on. <clears throat> I'm going to do something. I'm going to try. Give me the nut. Oh, Gaffer, come on. They're not They're not on the bench. You know, oh, please. I don't hope he's giving me the nut. I don't want to go out there. These lads are roaring to go. All right, all right. And they've got nothing to lose. All right, all right. All right. Um, yeah, just yeah, moving on to the next morning. It's getting really way past uh, Keith's bedtime as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, I'm falling asleep now. Okay, speak. Spe- what, what, watch, watching Ryan Giggs talk. I can't hear Ryan Giggs talk. I'm watching him talk, and I'm falling asleep. Oh God. Okay, speaking. Um, speaking of um, transfers, wingers, and uh, uh, transfers. Well, sorry. Uh, before that, uh, so the latest news is uh, uh, Stephen Gerrard has been confirmed as the under-18 uh, coach. Okay. Uh, and uh, basically, he puts out saying that you know he doesn't want to see his under-18 players showboating like Cristiano Ronaldo, and he wants to you know uh, ensure that he prepares them for the physical demands uh, of the league. He says, "My teams will be physical. I see that we need uh, that more, and it is important you channel it in the right way." Uh, as a player, I got many, many tackles wrong and went over the top a few times, and I had to come out and apologize. And that is not something. I want to put into young players at all, but you have to prepare them for the top, and the top level is physical, 
and demanding. Amen, Stephen Gerard. Thank you very much for staying, saying that. I think so, we sounds, that. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No oh. what he's talking about. Yep. Exactly. Uh, of course, you find a lot of Everton fans slitting their wrists at these statements uh, with all the <laughs> over-the-top tackles that he made during the Derby games. But okay. Um, okay. Speaking of uh, wingers, uh, Douglas Costa piqued the interest of Liverpool fans earlier this week when he liked. He liked a tweet, guys. He liked a tweet <gasps> of a supporter <laughs> who wants to see us sign him and he said how how awesome it would be if we had a trident attacking force of uh, Costa Firmino and Coutinho and he liked a tweet so there you go we're signing I mean liking a tweet liking a tweet done deal done deal done deal it's it's become as big as losing your virginity now isn't it hold on it's it's not only liking a tweet he's now started following Phil Coutinho Ah, but get oh. get this. Maybe like Phil Coutinho. A close friend, <laughs> a close friend of Douglas Costa, okay, has played down the chances of him making the move to Merseyside. Would you like to know the name oh. of the friend? Lucas Cruel. That's oh, his that's name. just cruel. Yeah, that's real cruel. <laughs> So that's where we are. Um, speaking of um, left back targets, Got a lot of silly speak, yeah, speaking of left back targets, um, this name Ryan Cesenio is coming on stronger and stronger with every week. Um, so um, Keith, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but it does look like James Milner is going to continue as first choice left back next season. And uh, the, <sighs> the fact is, I think Klopp is looking to bring in a younger understudy. Uh, and again, Ryan Cezanion has um, has commented on Ben Woodburn's under twenty three goal, okay, on Wednesday baller. evening, and called him said baller. So therefore, we are signing Ryan Cezanion. Done deal. <laughs> I, I, I'm so excited to see Milner sprinting down the left hand touchline, <laughs> cutting back in, stopping the attack. And trying to center with his right foot. <laughs> I'm so excited for next year. Oh, <laughs> but um, you know, we're the also thing- interested in the in the whole lot, aren't we? I read that we uh, put yeah. in a million bit for yes. uh, Robertson or something. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, was watching Hull the other day for Markovic, who was indeed exactly as as Mental said. Um, but um, <laughs> no, that left back that looks like a real good player as well. Okay. So if we can um, get him it, that wouldn't be too bad. Okay. So now, um, okay, linked to this transfer story is um, Mamadou Sako. Bye bye, Sako. <laughs> okay. So no. <laughs> I'm not seeing any update on um, his injury that he suffered. But if it is an ACL injury, that's eight, nine months out. And, yeah, uh, Palace said Palace said that we need to wait this can because there are all sorts of it's an ACL he's out for this for this for this year, um, and they came out with a tweet saying, uh, "Hold on, it didn't look too good, but uh, let's wait this can. We don't know that we don't know." But the, don't okay, know. let's say. Uh, but then you find a lot of reaction now coming saying that um, okay, um, and this is from journalists like James Pierce who seems to know. Uh, a lot of things, but I doubt this very much. But anyway, 
uh, <laughs> he he says that it, um, the inability to shift Sako would have impact on the transfers. Obviously, we know that the Van Dijk chase is dependent on us getting this so-called 30 million because Van Dijk is worth so-called 50 million um, and that if we are unable to do this kind of um, sale that that would uh, impact on our ability to, to get Van Dijk. But then again, um, I think I also made a comment and said this is probably a litmus test to see how serious we are in getting um, a player of Van Dijk's calibre. But there's several things that, that just get me um, off here. Are you going to spend £50 million on a, on a central defender? Are we, gonna, are we actually bargain. going to do that? I, really? Really? It's a bargain. I don't believe it. I don't believe I it. I don't believe it, yeah. It's, you know, it's everyone has lists and you put a bunch of people on the lists and you can leak that to your journos to keep them happy, to the journalists close to your club, um, to give them something to write about. But, uh, I mean, even if even if we were interested, you know, if if some of the other clubs, you know, the Cities and the Chelsea's wanted him, why would he choose Liverpool over City and Chelsea? I mean, I don't think he'd do it. Yeah. Um, so that, that's that's one of the big problems. And, and so, But also, I can't believe we can't find a centre-back you know, for 20, 25 million less somewhere in Europe. Not as good as Van Dijk. I mean, oh, didn't, when we played him down in St Mary's, didn't we turn him inside out and he should have actually got sent off? No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he we actually, did. no, he was the one that when Mane was through, uh, he matched him for pace and tackled the ball off his... Well, he head. was, he was. Yeah, he was competing, two, two but we still ago, turned him inside we, out. We, we still turned him inside out. He still no, should have got a red card. Yes, we did. We, he should have got a red card. He, he should have got a red card. He, he pulled someone back because he got through. We, However good he was, we got through him. Um, so I, I kind of scratched my head a little yeah, bit about just how good people think they are. Um, because because he's he that good, he gets away with it. <laughs> Ostrich <laughs> mode again, I hear. <laughs> I mean, I'm expecting Vincent Company standard. If, if we're paying 50 million pounds, I want Vincent Company standard. You get that with Van Dyke? Yeah, I'm not convinced. I'm, I'm, I think it's an absolute bargain. How, do you, how, um, how plausible do you think him, is this? How, do you plausible, how plausible do you think this link is between us shifting, uh, ability to shift Sarko um, with with our ability to secure, in this case, Van Dyke for this amount. Do you think there's a link there, a correlation? Do you think, think, do you think, think Allardyce will still take Sarko injured if he can? Hey, he took Andy Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there is still hope that we can still sell him. There's always hope. As long as Fat Sam's around, there's always hope. Yeah. <laughs> On I, I promise you, I, if, 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 Sark, if Van Dyke is going to make the, the difference, because he's fast, he is physical, and he's good skill, if he's going to make the difference at the back, and he's going to make the difference for us to step up a considerable gear and get that defense ticking, then you spend the 50 million. Yeah, if, if he alone can, can make us concede 10 to 15 goals less, and I think he can, um, it's a bargain. Because that yeah. means Champions League qualifications for as long as he's here. So that means that you've got... We get, 
We're going to make 50 million on champ. champ we're going to get 50 million extra per year on champions staying in the Champions League. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. it's worth every penny. That's right. He's one of those I mean, difference that, makers. What you're saying, what you're saying, Joe, about you know how how do we fix our problems? You know, we we have to start with the centre backs. So we we need a centre back pairing. I think we're just waiting for a partner for Matip. Um, yeah, uh, I agree with you, hundred percent. Yeah. I think if we get the right partner, then I think we'll be in the best centre back position we've been in since we had Pupier at the club. Yeah, and I think and then everything else starts from there. You know, Lucas will be gone, hopefully, and uh, we can upgrade and get some yeah, better Sorry, Vess. Mm. Yeah, you're saying. I think that the, the Van Dijk is the, the perfect player to, to go along with Matip. Yeah. He's that that physical deep defender that that would go well with with uh, Matip's style of defending on the front foot and and moving forward with the ball. And uh, personally, I think he's worth the money. I I think that there's definitely a top centre back in him and. He would make a big difference. He has He's a, in the he, top 10, 15 in the world. And He's a rare. He's a rare combination of, of, of one. On one hand, he has all the skills and the pace, and on the other hand, he is PL proven, proven, which is, I think, for a defender, in the, uh, this is even more important than for the attackers. Well, and, he's Southampton uh, proven, right? He's Southampton <laughs> proven. It's a slightly different. Oh. Um, <laughs> What does that mean, for fuck's sake? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty clear what that means. He's also Southampton proven. was Southampton proven as well, right? Oh, and uh, look where that led us, right? I mean, they they protect their 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 defence. They protect their centre backs. They protect them. They're very careful. They're very structured, Southampton. So everyone looks quite good. Most, virtually all their players are journeyman players, but their system is so structured that everyone looks quite good. But they can change out players and swap them out. Because it's, well, it's the system they play. Just up I think for my, sales. I think my problem, my problem with the 50 million for Van Dijk um, is twofold. Firstly, spending that amount of money on a central defender, it doesn't make sense to me. It seems to be that 50 million, it, it seems to the that band and above, okay, it's, it's really looking for more creative players, creative outlet type of players. So that, it, I guess, I, I, um, I put myself in that, in that thought bracket for this, but the second thing is, um, I don't think just getting him is going to solve the problem because I think three out of the four players at the back need to need to need to be upgraded on. So left back, central uh, central uh, uh, centre back partner with Matip, and I don't think Klein is that good, guys. So no, I, I agree with you there, Joe. I'm actually very very disappointed in Klein. But just coming back, just coming back to spending fifty million. Do you, re- Joe? You remember? when Juventus paid 25 million for Buffon, mm-hmm. a goalkeeper. It was unheard of. Mm-hmm. And, 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 he, and this was like six decades ago, and he's still bloody playing. He'll probably <laughs> play for the next six decades. <laughs> yeah, Ruben has he's, signed in the 1890s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and he's still going strong. If he's it's still the right best player, me. If it's the right player, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the right price. If it's going to if it's going to enhance the team, it's going to take them to the next level. Uh, you do then spend it. Look, City paid what forty odd million for Stones. Um, yeah. He's not. Oh, no. Luis, yeah. right? How, how much did the Chelsea? Luis, look at look at look at Luis. 
PSG, yeah, PSG, and and let's let, let, you know. Sometimes you 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 know you've just got to put your hand in your pocket and spend big for the problem areas that you've got. But going back to Klein, I I've been so disappointed in him this year. He was great last year, but this year for some reason I don't know what's happened. He, he he's just his final. He's ball. He's still a decent defender, but his ball in the final third is absolute shite. Yeah, well, it's a little bit lacking there and this little bit this uh, yeah this tiny little little distance between Klein and what we would expect that is exactly the gap that's yeah he, I, 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 I have to say I'm not disappointed by Klein wasn't he when was he any better than that he always did his job he's very yeah he's always committing himself to the game and everything but he's just not good enough He's just not good enough. He cannot, yeah, run like a Hector or like a Brandt or whoever. And his crosses, are, sometimes his crosses are very, very good, but most of them are crap. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah, well, thing is, and he, 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 it was never any different. If you pass, if you pause your TV when he, when he crosses and you look who's in the box, nine times out of ten, it's just a hit and hope cross because nobody is there. If Origi would have is going to the near post every time Klein has the ball um, you will see better balls but Origi is always all over the place uh, Firmino is always somewhere else and you know that the predictability that we don't have up front the chaos that we have um, works well if you get that but Klein doesn't get it yeah because if you, they, they probably don't run because they know he's going to hit the last defender how many times has he hit? I've, I've never known a person to hit the last defender as many times as Origi's, he Origi simply isn't in the place where a striker needs to be when the ball is out on the wing. He I think that's, nev he's never there. I think that's part of Klopp's idea, actually. Yeah, uh, but you, you can't blame the left back see, uh, or the right back. players like, uh, like Origi and Firmino uh, leave the box and go wide and just try to leave that space open and then you see players like Wijnaldum and Lalana and Emre Can rushing in. Yeah, but and they're not there enough. And they get the ball. You, you, that's how Wijnaldum scored against uh, Manchester City. That header, that's how he scored that, that last-minute goal against Arsenal. That's how he scored... Uh, uh, who was it against? It, it was an Origi assist from, from the left side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's how Lalana scored against Middlesbrough, I think. And it was precisely Klein who found him his run with a perfect cross. Uh, I think, uh, as uh, as far as Klein is concerned, I think this season is a poor one from him. And I think there is a better player in him than than what we've seen this season. And uh, personally, I'd stick with him. I'd stick with no, him for, for at least one more season, and then if he repeats this season, then okay, let's replace him. But if if he steps up and, and plays like I know he can, then he, he's definitely the first choice to ride back for me. He's going to have Trent breathing down his neck as well, because that yeah, kid's got yeah, some serious good. talent. That's good. That's really good, having Trent. Is he a right back, though? Yeah. Ooh. I, I know he's I'd, been, I'd take he's him, been I'd take him right. I'd take, I'd take Trent right now. Would you? I'll, I'll take him right now. Would, 
I, I'm going to put yeah. my hand up and say I'll take it right now over Klein. Yeah. Well, but that's well, that's what I'm screaming about. Uh, yeah. Why not give the, uh, especially with these teams that are sitting deep, why not give the ladder run out for 30 minutes? Uh, give us that attacking option at the with 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 Trent bombing down the one side and Marina bombing down the other side. What have you got to lose? We're losing the game anyway. No, he definitely trusts Trent because he gives them game. He gives them game yeah. time. Okay. He just doesn't trust Moreno, and I think you really need to start preparing yourself. Oh no, I've said he's gone. Oh no, oh, yeah, no he's, I've said yeah, he's, he's gone. gone. Yeah, he's gone. Oh no, no, yeah, I've said he's gone. I just said I just can't understand why he still doesn't use him uh, because. He gives us a better option going forward than Milner down the left. That's all I've said. What is it about Felipe Coutinho running straight to Moreno after that goal? Um, yeah, he also knows that he's getting a shit deal. Is it like a state, statement, of, statement of support or something or what? Yeah. I think yeah, so, well, definitely. definitely yeah. I think, I think looking, at, looking at Moreno's, Moreno's face, right? You've seen that film Face Off, haven't you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, so God, what a terrible Moreno's film. Got a, okay. Moreno's got a mask on. That's not a real face. I'm convinced of it. And so he's actually somebody else underneath that. And uh, and Philip Senior obviously knows who that is underneath the mask. Well, that's yeah, Mimo is just his girlfriend. No, that's not his. <laughs> that's not his face because he's got many faces all over his body as tattoos. <laughs> Gross. He's the most tattooed player, isn't he? Of of the. He's got nothing. He's got nothing else to do but get tattoos. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I mean, he's got time, time to run around. He's got one uh, on his knee. Run around I, on the segway. He's got one on his knee. When I first saw it, I thought, is that a tattoo or is that a bruise? I said, that's a nasty looking gash there. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. It's a, it's a tattoo. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, if, I had, if I had a face like Moreno's, I'd be putting stuff with body art on to take the tension away from it. Yeah. Put a tattoo on his face as well. That would help, actually. Oh God, we are being so cruel to. Oh. Okay, anyway, it is a bit good. okay. Uh, let's look at the, the game. segue skills. Great. <laughs> segue skills. <laughs> um, okay, so um, Watford away uh, proved to be a tough trip um, last season, and uh, let's hope we learnt from that. And. The, uh, Troy Deeney has uh, called out the team and said, you know, they need to. They lost against Hull, um, despite Hull being a, a man down, um, and they're trying to get a reaction, okay, uh, against Liverpool. Um, they have not had the best uh, run of form uh, at present, so it is a good time to be playing them. But again. Um, we need to find a way to win, uh, just like we did uh, recently against uh, Stoke and uh, West Brom. So where do you see the, the, the action being set pieces again? Do you think, once again, be the key? We cannot defend like how we defended against ba- Palace, for, that's for sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking Lalana will be back, or thereabouts. So at least we've got a quality sub. Yeah, but, but the thing with Lalana is that yeah, that I mean yeah, he's going to be a, a good uh, one to have back. But what I've noticed about Lalana is that he's always needed um, that one or two games before he gets back to his that rhythm, you know. Um, yeah. But so he needs well, really, he needs to come back and 
you know, hit the ground running and, and, and put in a great shift. If he starts, I don't know whether he will start or not. I don't think so. He's been posting some uh, training videos, giving, uh, raising hope that he will be available for selection anyways. Um, no, Watford's on the beach. Watford's These on the lads, beach. they're not interested. They're safe. They'll play next season, whether it's at Watford or somewhere else. <laughs> club safe. Troydini is probably the only one interested in the Monday night game. I think the rest will be in on watch whatever they want to watch on Monday. Palace were on the beach as well. I mean, the, the position was secured, right? No, they were. They needed that win. And yeah, they needed how it, yeah. they could get that win from us. They're in fine form, and basically, Palace not really, is a very not good really, side. Not, not really. Why? Why did Palace need the win? To get two thirty-eight. And so, Palace is level on points with the number fourteen West Ham, who are only four points above the relegation zone. Yeah. No, they're six six points away. So, it's it's really close at the bottom. Watford save though; they're on save on forty. They stay for a while. Plus, I don't see that that team. Sorry, I don't see that, mate. But okay. Um, We'll we'll, we'll see on Monday how interesting. How? Yeah. uh, So, okay. um, How do you guys preview this game then? (laughs) We don't have a choice. We have to win. An easy three, four, net win. I'm going to go with Keith. I'll just take a will. I'll just take any win. I, I, I ricocheted yeah. off somebody's ass into the goal. One nil, I'll take it. We just need oh, yeah. three points in the bag. That's all I care about. I don't care how we win it. We can win it ugly. We can we can do whatever we want to do. It's just this is a must-win game. They all must win. I I think yeah. I agree with you, Keith. I don't think we can lose again. We can't we can't lose. We can't even afford to draw. I think. I think if we if we lose one more game, I think the. Probability of us ending in the Champions League spot is will be close to nil. I think if we draw one game, that's like already at the death death's door. But as it is, I think we need to win all because yeah, yeah, yeah. That I I I I, th- I said that I want four wins because I don't want to have to rely on Arsenal taking points off United. Exactly right. We have to win every single game, and that's a big, big problem. And uh, with just one draw, which will probably be either Southampton or uh, West Ham, um, yeah, it's, it could, could be so tight. I mean, we could drop out by goal difference. I mean, look at the goal differences. That has all get, gone, uh, become so close. And we need to beat. We need to beat the Saints this time. We need to beat them. Um, if there's a team that's on the beach in the in the league, at least it's probably them. I mean, um, so yeah, as well. Yeah, and then um, just by, yeah, but they're on the same the amount way. of points as as, as forty. Yeah, forty, forty. Uh, they're both on forty, 40. so they're just fine. By, they've got two just games by the in hand, though. Ah, uh, yeah, they got two. two. No, it's one, just one. Just two? by the way, I would I, I wouldn't be surprised if we would see the youngsters, yeah, coming as starters against Watford for the first half. Really? I wouldn't be surprised about that. Yes, because I think it's well, exactly the one. So he has. Yeah, why would you think so? There. Yes, because of these impact saps uh, that has worked extremely well against Stoke. 
so it could save the whole game easily and we still have strong options then on the bench with uh, both uh, Firmino and Coutinho and the U23 players they play a slightly more uh, European attacking style and um, it would be easier for them to accommodate to, to the Premier League if they could start together at least two of them or even three together with Woodburn left and um, Bruce in the middle and uh, Wilson, for example, on the right. Mm -hmm. uh, I could imagine that, that Klopp thinks this is exactly the right time to, to, to start them. Because they uh, I, I, I can't see that happening. Uh, to be honest with you, Christian, uh, it's a must-win game. You won't continue on there as long as possible. Because he can, uh, the way he's playing at the moment, you don't want to have continue on the bench. Uh, I, 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 uh, I, I know. Yeah, he's so know. predictable, and he's he, without Lallana and without Henderson and without Mane, he's very much isolated in many uh, um, positions. And then he tries to do everything himself. He doesn't sometimes. There was especially an issue in, in uh, a few games ago. He's so so focused on on the ball and winning the one on ones that he doesn't see free players, free mates to the right of him, and instead to try to go on one-on-ones and, and dribbles himself off the ball. And um, he has some weaknesses as well. Uh, if Coutinho has, has, no, has not got enough support, yeah, he's not uh, the big impact if he starts and after uh, 60, 70 minutes he's worn out. And then what are the options on the bench? If you do it the other I, way around, it is a completely different picture. Well, we've, we've, we've got at least Lalana now. So that's either Lalana on the bench, or um, I don't know, Lucas. I, I can see him. I can see him. I can see him putting Lucas on the bench and bringing him more attacking, and maybe dropping Chan back, and then bringing him more attacking. Maybe even giving Trent a start in in, in that attacking midfield role. Then bringing Lalana on. I can see or Woodward or something like that in, in in that and and playing Chan and, and, and Ginny in that holding role there and bringing another attacker on. If he brings Woodburn on, dropping uh, Coutinho into the middle. I can see him doing something that, like, a little bit more attacking in that sense. But I can't see him bringing two or three because they've had a whole week's rest. Yeah. They had a whole week's rest uh, the previous game as well. Exactly. <laughs> That's, that, the, the when he played the youngsters is because we played two or three days later. Yeah. Hey, and everybody was knackered from, from, from coming back from, from, yeah. from the internationals as well. Hey, but listen, um, yeah, again, we have to do it for ourselves, okay, first and foremost. We have to win this game for ourselves. Not looking at this, but looking at others. City are playing Barra. God. Scum are playing Swansea. Oh, you have to think that's No, three no, that's not, oh, that's not a, a three-point given. That's a depleted squad against the bogey side of them. Who are really oh, I think it's up. a given. I don't know. I think it's a given. But uh, let's hope Swansea put up some resistance. Yeah, we can only hope that. But, I mean, if we just look okay. at it from a matchup perspective. Yeah. I hope they park the bus. Both of them can park the bus and look at each other the whole 90 minutes <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I'm going to end that on that uh, on that note. Thank you very much. Uh, we've uh, had a good show, uh, nice discussions. And, um, well, hold on to your seats. It's uh, already a bumpy ride. Don't fall off, okay? Take care. Good night, all. Talk soon. Cheers. Good night. Good night. Cheers. Cheers, guys.
see it. Those two is broken.